0: You're listening to the Growing Up Rock Podcast with your host, Stephen Michael and Sonny Hollywood Poonie.
1: I am sure you're wondering uh, why I'm wearing a neck brace. It's a crazy story. I was driving to work this morning, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I got hit by the realization that this is April Fools' Day! <laughs> That was just a little April Fool's Day, <laughs> little fun. Did you know? Here's here's some information for you. Uh, April Fool's Day originated in France in the 1500s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not true. No, it is. <laughs> so the French New Year used to be in April, and uh, in the 1500s they changed it to January. But back then they didn't have Twitter, so not everyone got the message. <laughs> So people who lived in rural areas kept celebrating New Year's Eve in April, and they were called April Fools. And that's how it originated. Not really. Um, No, really, it is. I'm not sure. But anyway. But some people really, really get into April Fools. They go crazy with it. Countries uh, have different uh, traditions. Uh, In Portugal, this is true, they throw flour on someone. That is how they celebrate. And in France, they try to tape a paper fish onto someone's back without the person noticing. And then the person has to try to take it off, but it's hard because the French person has a croissant in one hand and a cigarette in the other hand. <laughs> They're trying to keep their beret from flying away, walking their poodle. <laughs> Have you been to France? That's what they do. They all do. that. <laughs> this is true. In Belgium, uh, kids are encouraged to lock their parents out of the house and hide. And <laughs> In America, we do that on Thanksgiving. (laughs) Some people are very elaborate with their pranks. This morning, I was driving to work, and this guy dressed as a cop pulled me over. And he had the fake cop car. He had the sirens and everything. And he gave me a ticket, you know? Said I was speeding, and it was like $160. And I'm like, okay, you know?
2: Sonny, you ever played a prank on friends or family? I'm thinking that I've done little things, not
3: nothing big. Like I'll make up stuff and then get somebody to believe it. Like I'll do stupid shit like, oh, Nicole, that person's name is Sam. Because she'll say, hey, who's that? That's Sam. And she'll, oh, hi, Sam. And homie's name's not Sam. I don't even know what the person's name is. I'll do that kind of stuff. But I, is that really a prank? Like I don't do pranks.
2: I don't know. I like to put mouse traps in canisters of nuts and when people reach for nuts in the canister, the mouse trap snaps their fingers. That's pretty fun. <laughs> that's that's shitty right there. That's terrible. <laughs> oh shit, I'm just kidding. I'm just fooling around. So, this episode tonight is in relation to April Fool's Day. Now, we could go the crazy route and pull some big prank for all the listeners and make up shit like this is our last broadcast and we're quitting the podcast or whatever. Do you remember what we did a couple of years ago? Oh, yeah, yeah. The whole uh, switch off thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Two years ago, we did the whole uh, switching podcast things with the Potter and Hell guys on the Kiss Solo albums. I think that's been about two years now at this point. I know it wasn't last year. Yeah, that was actually fun. But I remember,
3: I don't know if I told you this, but one of the first podcasts that I had ever heard was Decibel
2: Geek doing that April Fool's Day thing with Vinnie Vincent. That's right. I forgot about the infamous Vinnie Vincent April Fool's on the Decibel Geek thing. Yeah, so April Fools, we thought it would be fun to do an episode that centered around that since this is releasing the week of April Fools. And so that's what we did. We came up with a few uh, songs that were related to jokes or fools or crazy people or whatever. And we'll get into all that. But you know, we got to do this first. Rippier!
0: It's time for the Crank It Up New Music Spotlight.
2: So you get to take tonight's Crank It Up New Music Spotlight since it was your choice. Take it away. All right. So, you know, normally, Stephen picks the Crank It Up Spotlight. But, you know,
3: I was thumbing through the new albums that came out this year. And I'm like, oh, Slash released this album. And he's got a song on there called April Fool. So here you go. (laughs)
2: What a fitting Crank It Up New Music Spotlight by Slash and Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. That's just too much. We just call it Slash. (laughs) April Fool. That song is just like the album to me.
3: I love Slash. I love the guys. You know, we know some of those guys, Todd Kearns and those guys, but the album's just meh. I have not connected to this new album at all.
2: Well, it's interesting that you say that because I have to say that I am in the same boat to be honest, I really, really loved apocalyptic love. I even liked world on fire. Living the dream was just kind of, it was okay. It had some really good stuff on there and had some stuff that I was kind of meh on. And four is sort of the same for me. Now, to be fair, I haven't spent a ton of time with it. And I hate that to be the excuse, but often it is the excuse. But There's just something that's not connecting with me riff wise and it's not Miles Kennedy. He doesn't bother me. It's just the riffs and the melodies for whatever reason. I like this song. I mean, April fool's pretty good tune. I I dig it, but yeah, there's just something missing some fire missing somewhere in this uh, record for me.
3: Yeah. And I don't know what it is. It definitely is not miles, you know, and it's not slashing guitar playing. So it has to be the melodies. It's just, it's not catching me. And if you think about all the new stuff that we've listened to over the last 18 months, and some of these Swedish guys are like knocking it out of the park, that's why Slash's stuff just
2: kind of sounds mad to me. Now, I'll be interested to hear some of this stuff live because next week I'm going to have the opportunity to see the show live, and I understand they're playing seven songs off this new record live, which is that's a little heavy for me, but we'll see how some of those songs transfer over live. But yeah, I'm with you in this in this boat for Slash. But still dig it. Still dig him.
0: Please make sure you subscribe to our podcast, Growing Up Rock, and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a like and leave us a comment on Facebook at Growing Up Rock.
3: Okay, so getting to our topic. Got April Fool's Day, 4-1-2022 And, you know, we like going to the internet and finding some interesting facts about what we're talking about. So there's some about April Fool's. First of all, if you just Google how did April Fool's Day become a day, you get like 18 different answers. There's a lot of stories out there. One is that started in the 1700s when pranksters started playing jokes on each other. Another is Jeffrey Chaucer in the Canterbury Tales has the first association between April 1st and foolishness. There's stuff going back to the 1300s and 1500s. I don't even know what to believe. Then there's certain countries do certain interesting things. So in the UK, you're only allowed to prank each other to like midday. And then afterwards, you're a fool yourself, whatever that means. In France, they like attach paper fishes on people's backs without them noticing. And that's what April Fool's Day is all about. I don't know what that's got to do with fish, but whatever. In Scotland, there's two days. The first day is just kind of like people playing jokes, blah, blah, blah. The second day, taily day, is you're supposed to play pranks on people's backsides. I'm assuming that's their asses, and that's where people believe that the whole kick-me sign came from, like when we were in school. I don't know. Did you have paper when you were in school? Was paper invented at that time?
2: (laughs) Yeah, smart ass. It was invented, and we had kick-me Okay, I was just asking. (laughs) Yeah, you were asking, all right. (laughs) We weren't chiseling shit with stones and freaking uh, rocks, you know. Yeah, that was in kindergarten. <laughs> Preschool. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's some uh, interesting
3: things about April Fool's Day. We'll we'll check out some other ones too. But we wanted to pick some songs for this topic that had to do with maybe fool or tricks or pranksters or something
2: like that. So you got that in the crank it up spotlight. And now we're going to go with Stephen's first two choices. Man, I'll tell you what. It was an easy find. To go through my library and find songs that were associated with the word fool, foolish, man, tons. And there are a lot of obvious choices like uh, Beatles Fool on the Hill or Fool for Your Lovin' or just Fools from Van Halen. Lots of easy, obvious choices. But I told Sonny, I said, you know, it'd be nice if maybe we went for some bands that we don't necessarily play all the time, maybe give folks an opportunity to hear some great music that associated with today's theme. So for my first choice, I selected a band called Dangerous Curves. Dangerous Curves' latest album ended up in my top five for the year last year, Summertime Highs. And this is a song off that record called Foolish Appetite. so my second song is from a band called triumph obviously triumph been around forever the other canadian trio as i refer to them besides rush uh triumph's awesome man they got a lot of great music and this one goes back to the allied forces record and this is a tune called fool for your love So there's a couple of songs for you a little bit deeper tracks dangerous curves out of australia just a great new young band got a couple great albums out there i encourage people to go check out dangerous curves uh if you're into that you know that warrant van halen poison vibe uh maybe a little skid row thrown in there for good measure just good stuff and then triumph they're just they're a classic if you're not into or haven't uh, familiarized yourself with Triumph, I encourage you to go check out their big catalog. Allied Voices is a great place to start. I also like uh, Never Surrender, just some great albums out there. Yeah, so
3: these two songs, obviously Dangerous Curves was new to both of us. I like that album too. I think that tune's got, kind of got this melody and a gritty riff, so really like that. That Fool for Your Love song, man, it's easy to forget that one because that's the same album that's got Fight the Good Fight and Magic Power, and that those are the two songs that get all the attention. Mm-hmm. I've never heard this on the radio or, you know, series or anything like that. So it's kind of cool to hear that.
2: No, nah, and it's an album opener, which is, I'm always very high on album openers. It's the first song you you hear when you drop the needle on an album. And so usually that uh, should be a nice uh, entry into the record. And I think this one is exactly that. So, Hi, Steve. Oh, hi. Recently, Johnny Depp pranked his wife, Amber Heard, by having her pulled over by the cops on the
0: show Overhauling. Uh-huh. You know, being the jokester that you are, I kind of wondered, have you ever pulled a prank like that or a prank similar on Marjorie? And how exactly did she like it?
4: Nope. Can't have my wife pulled over. I no damn police. And she found out it was me? No.
3: All right. So I'm also going to go with a couple of bands that we don't talk about much. And we're going to start with the California Brothers' Rival Sons. So these guys have been around 13 years. I've seen them live a couple of times. They're awesome. Tons of energy. I would say the music is a blend of like 60s psychedelic rock with some blues and modern rock sprinkled in. The front man, Jay Buchanan, I would uh, describe him like the look and aura of like a Jim Morrison, vocal range of like a Chris Cornell, soul of like a Bill Withers, right? So he's kind of got this really unique tone to his voice. Band's got six studio albums. I want to play something off their 2014 release called "Great Western Valkyrie." So here's Jay Buchanan on vocal Scott Holiday on guitar, Dave Bestie on bass, and Michael Wiley on drums with Play the Fool.) <laughs> Line next, yep, Hardline, The Rhythm of a Red Car, Hot Cherie Guys, still around, 31 years later. The lineup's not the same though, so if you remember those two songs I mentioned, the original lineup was Johnny and Joey Gioli, Neil Sean, Dean Castronovo. Nowadays, Johnny's the only one left in the band. They just released their seventh studio album last year called Heart, Mind, and Soul. Good Listen, still has a lot of the hooky songs that the debut album had. But I'm going to go with a song off their fifth album called Human Nature, released in 2016. So here's Johnny Gioli on vocals, Anna Portaluppi on bass, John Ramos on guitar, Francisco Jovino on drums, and the guy we talk about a lot, Alessandro Del Vecchio on keyboards with Nobody's Fool. And no, it is not a Cinderella cover.
2: All right, so let's start with Rival Sons. Rival Sons has, like you said, been around for 13 years now, but they sort of are one of those new breed of bands that is touted as saving rock and roll, more or less. There's a lot of Rival Sons that I like, but I've yet to really fully engulf myself in their catalog, and I haven't quite connected with all their stuff. Play the Fool, for me, was a little strange at the beginning because of the distorted thing that they got going on with the guitar. And I know it's just an effect and and uh, stuff like that. But I like some of their more groove-oriented stuff. That singer, Jay Buchanan, I mean, he's a fantastic singer. You can't take anything away from that dude. He's freaking awesome. I've been on the verge of seeing them like two or three times, but something always pops up or happens and I don't end up getting to see them. So I hope I can see them live at some point because it may help me dive further into their catalog and maybe I'll end up liking them a whole lot more. Hardline, I like Hardline. I've been a fan of theirs since that first album. They always have probably 70 to 80% on an album that I like. There's usually 10 or 15% on the record that's kind of a little meh to me. Alessandro Del Vecchio has been in the band for a while now. He's in the current lineup uh, that just released this latest record that Sonny was talking about. I would like to see them on Monsters of Rock. They might be a good band to get added to the lineup at some point because they do have a lot of great stuff. I saw them on that first album with Neil Sean. I saw them live. So that was very cool, a cool memory for me. But yeah, I dig that tune. Nobody's fooled's great song. A beloved beverage for eight generations.
3: Since his creation, You has reminded us of cheerful childhoods full of energy and fun. It's sweet, easy to sip, and perfect, with a PB&J or just cold from the fridge. yoo Chocolate drink. So some other things that had happened on April Fools Day, you know, we got news organizations, we got TVs and everybody kind of plays into this thing. So even as back far as the 50s, the BBC once released a story that there was a spaghetti harvest in Switzerland and a bunch of people showed up and then there was nothing. Taco Bell announced in 96 that they had purchased the Liberty Bell and they'd be renaming it Taco Liberty Bell and people <laughs> went like ape shit. Yeah. People are all confused in 98 when Burger King announced that they were going to make the left-handed Whopper. Basically, they were going to just make the Whopper and all the same ingredients, everything, just rotate the bun 180 degrees. So that way it can benefit the 32 million people that are left-handed. Like that has anything to do with anything. And people are like all over. Like it raised the sales of the Whopper that day somehow. I People are crazy. I'll tell you
2: that. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> so – in my younger years, no, not nineteen thirty-nine, sunny. <laughs> in my younger <laughs> years, when I worked in a record distribution warehouse, we dealt with vinyl back then. And every time we would get a new employee in, the joke amongst the long-term employees that were there is we would have the new employee go find the record stretcher. <laughs> And we would send them from employee to employee to find this record stretcher. And they would literally spend a half hour going around the warehouse asking people, have they seen the record stretcher? And and that was an ongoing joke for many, many years. That's just kind of some of the fun things we like to do as uh, younger individuals, isn't it? Uh, I was in professional jobs, so I would have gotten in trouble with HR, so I didn't do that shit. <laughs> well, you are not always in a professional job. You didn't start in a professional job. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Come on, man. You were stocking shelves at Target at one point. Didn't you tell me that way back when? Yeah, that's not a professional job. dude. there's HR there. I play a prank on somebody. I'm fired. We had HR too, but not Nobody was uptight at that point in time. It was just having a little bit of fun. You got to have fun at a job. Uptighty. Job is work. It is not fun. Oh, my God. Anybody listening to this that works for me, no pranks. Spoken like a true suit, people. Fight the power. Sonny <laughs> <laughs> Pooney equals the man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs>
0: Everyone's got a rock and roll story to tell, and we want to hear yours. So go to our website at growinguprock.com. That's one word, G-R-O-W-I-N-U-P-R-O-C-K.com. Or visit us on our Facebook page at Growing Up Rock and tell us all about it.
2: All right, let's take a minute out to recognize the folks in the Loud Minority Facebook group for Grown Up Rock. Uh, It's a Facebook group that we have that's private. We basically talk about the podcast. We talk about ideas. We talk about new music, concerts, things like that. If you want to join the Grown Up Rock Loud Minority Facebook group, come on over, answer a few questions, and in you come. They're mostly positive people in there. We don't have a whole lot of poison in our Facebook group, and that's the way we like it. It's just generally great conversation, and that's a way you can come over and take part in the podcast, oftentimes Sonny or myself will ask questions. We'll get your thoughts. We'll get ideas sorted out for upcoming podcasts. It's just a good Facebook group. So come over to the Grown Up Rock Loud Minority Facebook group. If you're not a Facebook user, we certainly understand that. And you can help out the podcast by going to Apple iTunes or Apple Podcast, as they call it now, Or pod chaser and leaving us a five star review. We put the links in the show notes so you can just scroll down, hit that link, go leave us a five star review. And that certainly helps out the podcast too. We appreciate each and every one of you guys tuning in and enjoying these podcast episodes that we work hard to put out for you. Now back to our discussion. So for my third, fourth, and final choice, I picked three very different bands and three pretty deep tracks. So my first band is a band called Perfect Plan. Now, a while back, I interviewed Kent Hilly from the band Perfect Plan, and he told me all about his love for the band Giant. Well, lo and behold, he ends up in the band Giant and puts out their latest album, which I would encourage you guys to check out. It's really, really good. But for this particular episode, we're going to feature a song from Kent's other band, Perfect Plan, from their latest album called Time For A Miracle. Check out this song called Nobody's Fool. And no, it is not the Cinderella version. Just like the hardline version wasn't the Cinderella version. Check out Nobody's Fold.
4: A whole lot of
2: So from there, we're going to go to another former interview in Hell in the Club. We don't pay a whole lot of Hell in the Club. They've got a few albums out. I like a lot of their stuff. Some of their stuff doesn't quite work for me, but I do like this tune off their latest record, which was called, and I think they've got a new record coming out, but their latest record was called Hell of Fame. Check out Joker. Joker. <laughs> And then last but not least, we're going to feature the band Vega off their latest record, Grit Your Teeth. This is a song called Don't Fool Yourself.
4: My baby's got it going on She don't you gotta feel it, you gotta feel it Sometimes it may feel your You gotta feel it, gotta be a crosswalk to roll
3: So that Nobody's Fool by Perfect Plant, I love the great vocal. It's really heavy keyboards. I'm surprised you like that heavy keyboards. to be honest with you. But that first 38 seconds, I don't know if that needs to be there, and it doesn't really fit anyway. So it's just like an interlude to a song that's weird. The Joker song, love it. Love the big chorus. And the Vega album, I enjoyed it. It was one of the albums that I really liked for that year. And for the first time ever, all five songs you
2: picked, I actually liked. <laughs> And you know what was rough for me is that I wanted to pick a song that I knew you would absolutely not enjoy because it was just one of the first songs that came to mind. There's a song off of Helix's record called No Rest for the Wicked called Does a Fool Ever Learn?" And I absolutely love that song. The production's not great on it because it's a little bit of an older record. So listening back to it now... Uh, you can kind of hear good Lord, this was recorded in the early eighties and doesn't sound great sonically, but, uh, I really liked that song and that almost made my list, but I went with some deeper tracks and, and actually when I put this stuff together, I kind of figured you would enjoy most of these songs. I wasn't sure about the hell in the club song, but it's funny because for perfect plan, I was like, Sonny's going to hate this swampy slide guitar intro thing at the beginning because it does take a little while to, to get going. So, I was like, Sonny's going to not enjoy that kind of bad seamstress blues uh, interlude.
3: Especially when it doesn't fit. Like Cinderella doesn't, it
2: and it actually fits,
3: and I don't like it. When it doesn't
2: fit, I don't like it at all. It definitely sticks out like a sore thumb on this record in particular. And I would encourage people go check out Perfect Plan. If you're into bands like Foreigner and stuff, Kent Hilly is such a great singer. And uh, I really like these Perfect Plan records. But, um, You know, you you commented on it being kind of keyboard heavy, and and they are in places, but I've said it before. When a band is able to mix the keyboards with the guitar riff, I don't mind it. And I can hear the guitar riff out front of songs like Nobody's Fool. So I enjoy it enough. Uh, It's when they mix it so poorly and bury the guitar, that's when I start having issues. And I don't feel like these perfect plan records are like that.
5: It is April 1st, and I love April Fool's pranks. April Fool's, I really don't like them. Call me crazy, but shocking or frightening your loved ones is not a national holiday. Well, it is, but it's Thanksgiving dinner. Now, I want to be very clear about this. You got to be very careful on April 1st, because a lot of people out there pulling pranks today. For instance, this might happen. Your landlord might come by and demand that you pay him a lot of money to keep living in your home. Okay? Don't fall for it, okay? He pulled the same trick of the first of the month last month. All right? Also, it's happening online. Found this out. Over at the website Pornhub, which I have been told exists. They changed their name today to Cornhub, and replaced all their dirty movies with footage of corn. <laughs> yeah, it was shocking. It was wow. shocking. Wow. There was some hardcore shucking going on. <laughs> Although, I got to say, I'm a little concerned, because anybody who watches that is going to have really unrealistic body standards. Those are obviously not natural niblets. <laughs>
3: So, looking at some celebrity birthdays on 4-1, you know, there was not really a lot of big names with 4-1 birthdays. I thought that was weird. Debbie Reynolds, you remember her because she's an actress from your day, right? (laughs)
4: Uh,
2: Yes. Lon Chaney, that's an actor from your day, too. That is untrue. Both Debbie Reynolds and Lon Chaney are not from my day. They were before my time. I do know who they (laughs) are, though. Tony Romo, the guy who got us nowhere as a Cowboy. Uh, (laughs) Gordon Jump. You remember who Gordon Jump is? I'm going to take a wild stab because I saw that on here and I'm like, I know who that is. Gordon Jump is the radio station manager for WKRP, right? That is correct. In Cincinnati. Yep,
4: Yep,
3: that's right. That's cool. Yeah, I did remember that. And then Phil Negro, the baseball player, was also born on 4-1. So not not exactly a lot of big names. I, I was just surprised. Some billboard chart stuff. So number one song four one eighty two. Well, we had done the number one song for St. Patrick's eighty two. And guess what? It's the same song. It was <laughs> still on the chart at number one, I love rock and roll, Joan Jett. Yeah. Then we had done the number one song for St. Patrick's Day ninety two. Same song three weeks later, save the best for last Vanessa Williams. Isn't that crazy? They had stay in power. Yeah, I guess. Number one album in nineteen eighty two. The same as St. Patrick's Day. Beauty and the Beat, go-go's. Yeah. The next three, though, are different. So on 4 ninety two, the number one album on the Billboard 200, Wayne's World soundtrack, the number one album on 4 one now nine various artists. So it's like all that new music they just kind of put on there yeah. and then they sell the CD. It's kind of like the old way of doing mixtapes. Yeah. Or I guess it was a new way of doing mixtapes for that time, but it was the old way of doing, like, I guess, playlists on Spotify, I yeah, guess.
2: It's the k hits.
3: Yeah, there you go. And then on 4-1-2012, number one album in the country,
2: the Hunger Games soundtrack. I've never seen any of those movies. I think I saw the first Hunger Games movie. What songs were on there do you happen to know? Not a clue, but I can't imagine it could be anything good. Yeah, I don't remember there being, like, any good music in those movies.
0: We did some research at Growing Up Rock Headquarters regarding the songs on the Hunger Games soundtrack. The research confirmed that the songs on that soundtrack are complete shit. Now, back to our show.
3: Okay, so for my final three songs, I picked well, one band you'll know. Two bands maybe you don't know that well. But the first band we're going to talk about is a British band called FM. So you may think that, you know, FM's a new band because we've talked about them a little bit as a new band, but the band's actually been around since 1984, 13 studio albums, 5 EPs, 6 compilation records, 3 live albums, and 4 live DVDs. All that material, the only member anybody might recognize is Steve Overland. Everybody else nobody's ever heard of. And most likely, most people don't even know who Steve Overland is. So this band is basically the British version of y t on the West Coast or Kicks on the East Coast. right? A band that stayed in their lane, just working hard. I don't actually know a ton about the FM catalog, but they released this album called Atomic Generation in 2018, which I really liked. So we're going to play a song off that album. So here's Steve Overland of Vocals and Guitars, a guy named Merv Goldsworthy on bass, don't know him, Pete Jupp on drums, who knows, Jem Davis on keyboards, and Jim Kirkpatrick on lead guitar. And the song is called Playing Tricks on Me, and this is almost like an R&B soul song. Check it out.
4: Just to love.
2: let me comment on this song. I know we're going a little out of turn here before you get into your next two, but I listened to this song and I was like, okay, I hate this song. What is Sonny doing here? And I went away for a day or so and I came back and I said, all right, let me re-listen to all of Sonny's tunes because there's a few that I wasn't that familiar with and the FM was one of them. And uh, I put it on again and I listened to it for a second time and I was like, yeah, not so bad. I kind of like this song, but you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of that uh, Santana guy from, uh, um, shoot, I'm drawing, a, I'm having a brain fart, but it reminds me of Smooth, the song with Santana. Oh, and, Rob Thomas. And Rob Thomas. Yeah. I, you would think I would know that. It's my uh, wife's uh, free pass.
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. Yeah. Well, you know. Of all she's, people.
2: She's a big Rob Thomas fan. What can I tell you? All right, so going to my fourth pick, let's talk
3: a little bit about a band called 99 Crimes. We talked about this album a couple of years ago. Fairly new band, limited output, but the main guy is Paul Lydell, who's the guitarist for Broken Teeth, Dirty Looks, Dangerous Toys. This is a side project where he gets to dabble in lead vocal duties a little bit. The band released this album in 2019, self-titled debut album. Basically straight ahead rock, no frills. I remember you liking this album too. So here's Jeff Lynn on bass, Chris Jordan on drums, Paul Lydell handling all the guitars and the vocals with a song called Fool. Now, Paul's got a little bit of Stephen Piercy in his voice, but I won't hold that against him. Then my last pick, many believe they're just a ballad band, but Firehouse has a ton of rocking stuff. But you know, when you got "Love of a Lifetime" and "When I Look into Your Eyes," were such huge hits, they're hard to forget. It ends up basically defining the band. I like those two ballads, but reality is, it wouldn't even make the top ten of my Firehouse song list. They're still around. They're still touring. Eight studio albums, thirty-three years. So I'm gonna play something off their second album called "Hold Your Fire." So. The band members look a little different nowadays, but during the Hold Your Fire days, it was CJ Snare on vocals, Bill Leverty on guitar, Perry Richardson on bass, Michael Foster on drums. Well, actually, I'm reading this, and really, the only different guy is really Perry Richardson. It's not there anymore, because he's in Striper, and they got a guy named Alan McKenzie now. So I guess it is basically the same band. But here is Mama Didn't Raise No Fool by Firehouse. <laughs>
2: So that's my firehouse. Love of the lifetime, not my firehouse. Mama didn't raise no fool by firehouse. That's my firehouse. That's the shake and tumble firehouse. I I like that. And this record doesn't get any love because this was, you know, right as people were starting to turn on hard rock bands, but there's some good stuff on this. The lead track Reach for the Sky is awesome. They play that live still once in a blue moon. So definitely dig that 99 crimes. Yeah, I do. I like this record a lot. And, uh, this is another good song off that record. Uh, I just dig it. They're just a straight ahead rock band, man. I heard some new stuff that was supposed to come out, but never saw any releases on it, but it was heavy. I think we played it on, uh, on the crank it up new music spotlight a while back. I don't know what happened to that record, but it never came out. So. <laughs>
4: Kiss!
0: It's time for your Kiss historic moment on Growing Up Rock.
3: For the Kiss historic moment, we're gonna go with classic '78 bands, all about sounding like classic Kiss without ripping them off in any way. If you don't know a ton about these guys, we interviewed them on 8-7-2017. By the way, that was our second episode. And then again in episode 35, which was released on March 4th, 2018. And that'll give you all the info you want to know about the guys. They just released a new album called Phantoms, which is great. But I'm going to go back to about 2017 for an EP called Side 2. So if you haven't heard Classic 78, they're mostly on Apple. They also have a website. You can buy the music straight from them if you want. But the music sounds very much rock and roll over, love gun, kiss era type songs. And Joe and Tom just absolutely nailed the vocals of Paul, Ace, and Gene. So here is Tom doing his best Gene with a song that you could literally pull off of rock and roll over called Ain't No Fool. Enjoy.
2: This was a great choice for uh, the historic moment because I almost picked this song for one of my regular choices. Great opportunity to feature classic 78. We don't talk about those guys enough. That's all right. Plenty of other people are talking about them. And uh, yeah, a cool band with a cool idea. I mean, the idea itself is awesome because it's, it's like a tribute without being a tribute a ripoff without being a ripoff. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's really cool. Uh, I could see that uh, being done by lots of people. Like, I I would love somebody to do that for uh, a few other bands where they just, you know, the other bands won't give them what they want. So bring in this band. And they do it so well. Uh, I absolutely love Classic 78. Ain't no fool. Cool choice. Way to go. Yeah,
3: I just think it's interesting. So it's one thing to have the idea. It's another thing to execute on it, right? So, obviously, Mm -hmm. these guys execute on it, so it's great. But isn't it interesting? Technically, Greta Van Fleet's doing the same thing, but they're getting a lot of flack for it. But Classic 78's being revered for it. Isn't that weird?
2: It is weird. That is interesting, you know? I guess because, I don't know. I mean, I assume because Classic 78 goes into it full force saying, look, this is what it is, right? Uh, whereas Greta Van Fleet is, you know, they're sort of a slave to the big machine because it's the big machine that's paying their bills and pushing them. Right. So they have to to take that a little bit more seriously. So I don't know. That's a completely interesting
3: point. Sure. Yeah. I wonder if it would have been different for Greta Van Fleet if they come right out and say, look, guys, we are huge Zeppelin fans. Listen yep. to this. Yeah. Right. Cause that's kind of what Joe and Tom did. Right. So interesting little episode. Uh, You know, we did it for St. Patrick's
2: Day and now we did it for April
3: Fool's. Kind of fun.
2: Yeah, we like having these little themed episodes, especially when we can tie it around a release date. People, I guess, that listen to this episode two years from now, you know, or six months from now in the middle of uh, December or something, maybe it's it's weird but not really i mean you know it's still got great music still got interesting facts and we just have fun with it and that's what it's all about throwing a little bit of entertainment your way while we have fun doing it and that's uh really what it's all about for us so yeah well done my friend yeah i really enjoyed the music selection in this episode so that's cool i may even put a playlist together and share it in the show notes of all the songs that are on here, that way you guys can go back and listen to it. And uh, hopefully you'll go and pick up some of these records and check out some of these bands catalog a little bit deeper. So want to thank everybody for listening. want to
3: thank you for the great feedback. And if you're wondering why I didn't play the Helix song all the way through, I pulled the CD out of my CD player and I chucked it out the window. <laughs>
2: Whatever. Still a great song. Thanks for listening. See ya. Later.
0: Get ready to shuffle, rattle, and roll. Play us out, boys.
4: Chain, chain, chain. Change,
0: is a blooper clip of what happens behind the scenes at growing up rock studios in this case the playback showed that Sonny was in the wrong
3: alright you want to close this out
2: Uh, what do you mean close it out wrap it up I, I did just because that's where I was headed <laughs> <laughs> shut up <laughs> we're already wrapped up we just said see ya so ended on three you never said see you I did just say see ya no you didn't I, I want to go back in the edit you did not say see ya I said, thanks for listening. See ya. No, you never said it. Just two minutes ago, right before you. You never said it. Oh, my God. Seriously. (laughs) Is it going to be this again? Are we going to do this again? (laughs) Say it. Say it again just in case. Uh, Okay. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. (laughs) And when Sonny goes back and listens to this again, because he's doing the edit, he'll hear that I already told you guys. We appreciate each and every one of you guys. We'll talk to you guys next week. See ya. Later.
6: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football